When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. With evidence of a rigged election growing daily, the Democrat media complex is ramping up their disinformation campaign, demanding that Joe Biden is the president-elect. Biden put together a coronavirus task force and staffed it with strong advocates for renewed lockdowns. Andrew Cuomo is demanding that the vaccine not be distributed until Biden takes office. And Hollywood celebrities are demanding unity from all you Nazi Trump voters. With these stories and more from an American nationalist perspective, I'm Jim Dawes, and this is Right Now. And thank you for tuning in to Right Now. This conversation never ends. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook and Parlor and Rumble at Right Now Jim Dawes. You can shoot me an email at rightnowjimdawes at gmail.com. Or you can call or text the vent line and raise hell at 772-245-0750. That's 772-245-0750. So, you know, I, I know that uh, most of my listeners don't pay any attention to the New York Times or the Washington Post. And uh, you may even get, get a little tired of hearing uh, from me about it. But uh, they really set the narrative for the... Uh, uh, the legacy media, the Democrat media complex. If you want to know what's going to be uh, on your local TV station or in your local newspaper or on the cable TVs or the evening news, uh, you go to the New York times and the Washington post in the morning because they are setting the, the, uh, the narrative with their really can only be described as uh, psycho babble, psychological warfare to try to weaken and, um, and break the resolve of the opponents. And of course the opponents in this case are, are you. So I go there, I read the headlines. I, I don't pay them. I don't subscribe to any of them. You can read their articles without, you can get behind the paywall without paying them. But their, uh, their new uh, narrative is that uh, if Republicans in the Congress, senators and representatives don't, demand that this president step aside and and coronate Joe Biden before you know any of these these uh vote counts are even certified then uh, they're a danger to the republic actually the democracy they say they're a danger they're weakening national security these are the same people that uh in 2016 were demanding that the electors not go by the uh, the will of the voters in their states they were calling for the invocation of the 25th Amendment to remove Donald Trump. They engaged in this three-year-long witch hunt and bogus impeachment. But if Donald Trump doesn't immediately, within one week after this election, concede based on these media projections, then he is uh, he's literally Hitler. Yamichi Alcindor picked up on this narrative and immediately ran up to Capitol Hill to try to get people to, to, uh, to throw in the towel. 
Yumichi, I'll send her as that little uh, porky pig looking girl that used to work for PBS. Now she has risen to the ranks of NBC News, which is notorious as being a house organ of the deep state. Uh, they have been deployed repeatedly by the intelligence agencies to get out their disinformation. She's saying that, uh, you know, the, the Republicans on Capitol Hill would toss in the towel, but they, they're too afraid to do so. And I'm hearing that Republicans are going to stick by him. I had a pretty long conversation with a number of Republican officials, and they said this. What are we supposed to do? He's the leader of the party. He's someone who found new voters, five million or so new voters, to come out and back him in this election. He has a hold on these voters, and they're very worried that their, pay, that their base is going to abandon them in 2022. Well, yeah. No, they're very worried that their voters will abandon them if they come out and throw in the towel and act like, the old spineless country club Republicans that, uh, that Donald Trump has mostly vanished from this party, vanquished from this party. She went on to say that, uh, well, they just can't hip it. Mitch McConnell, of course, is very, very worried about those two Senate seats down in Georgia. He wants to win both of those runoffs. He does not want to compromise any sort of relationship with the president or his Republican voters, rather. rather. So what we're seeing is a GOP that is absolutely circling the wagons around around Donald Trump. I will say, though, that most of the people I talked to said, of course he's going to lose. Of course he's not going to be president next year. But, this, but it still holds true that he is going to be the person who is the leader of our party. And as a result, we're kind of handcuffed to him. Oh, there handcuffed to the president this what you're hearing right there that's not reporting that's not journalism that's gossip columnist type stuff i talked to a bunch of people for a long time and they told me this that that's not reporting that doesn't meet any sort of standard of journalism it's the kind of stuff that you used to see on the hollywood gossip column pages (laughs) but the line is that if if Trump doesn't accept it, that it, it, it's dangerous. Here's Tater over there on CNN. Two parallel Americas. It cannot be more stark. And if you're not seeing what's going on in right-wing media, you're missing half the story. I mean, people's Facebook feeds, tens of millions of Americans on Facebook and Twitter are seeing this nonsense uh, all across television and social media. And there's no one in charge, no one in charge except President Trump setting the tone and then others falling in line. There's no one at Fox News that is saying this is crazy. This is irresponsible. This is dangerous. (laughs) Actually, he hasn't been paying very close attention because that's exactly what they're doing over there at Fox News as they hemorrhage tens of thousands, probably at this point, millions of uh, former viewers to uh, to Newsmax. Here's a uh, talking head from CNN describing what's going on. The response from the outgoing president? No. The response from the administration? Hell no. The response from Republican leaders in Congress? F no. F no. That's exactly right. F no. It's only been one week since the election. This is Wednesday, the week after the Tuesday of the election. So it's been seven days now. The same people that drug out the uh, the election in 2016 for months, demanding recounts in Michigan and Wisconsin, demanding that electors, uh, you know, break faith with the voters, demanding every sort of hook or crook to prevent Donald Trump from taking office. They're they're now saying it's dangerous. It's dangerous. Mitch McConnell, to his great credit, came out yesterday and said the obvious. We have at least one or two states that are already on track for a recount. 
and I believe the president may have legal challenges underway in at least five states. The core principle here is not complicated. In the United States of America, all legal ballots must be counted. Any illegal ballots must not be counted. And President Trump is 100% within his rights to look into allegations of irregularities and weigh his legal options. So, so the point is, if, if this is such a sound election, why are the media and the Democrats melting down so much? You know, the, the uh, Electoral College doesn't meet until the middle of December. The president has taken one week so far and come up with a, a, a mountain of evidence of illegalities and, um, and vote totals that don't pass a statistical analysis. And Mitch went on to ask, well, what's, what's the problem? If Democrats feel confident they have not occurred, they should have no reason to fear any extra scrutiny. Well, you don't understand, Mitch. Sandra Smith over at Fox News says, we've already called it. Let's get on with this thing. No states have yet certified their election results. And notably, the Constitution gives no role in this process to wealthy media corporations. Oh, (laughs) boom. That's exactly right. I wish he had said it. uh, Well, actually, he did say it again. Objections and commentary of the press do not get veto power over the legal rights of any citizen, including the president of the United States. Yeah, it's quite likely that uh, something big is going to have to happen in Pennsylvania. The, the governor and the Democrat Supreme Court of the state of Pennsylvania stepped in and, and set forth blatantly unconstitutional rules in, in order to conduct this election. I don't know if the uh, Supreme Court of the United States is going to have the spine under John Roberts to do something about it, but what should happen while we still have time is a new election should be held in Pennsylvania according to the rules constitutionally set down by the Pennsylvania legislature. Just to remind you of what happened earlier this week, over at Fox News, Trace Gallagher was on with a couple of uh, representatives from the Trump campaign uh, talking about their investigation into this. Sandra Smith was caught on a hot mic. Over whoever is decided to be the president, remember, just because CNN says, or even Fox News says that somebody's president, doesn't make them president. So I think everybody what? wants to know that this was done properly mm. and legally. What is happening? Like, Trace, we've results. called it. And I think we have to look into every one of these concerns. Trace, we've called it. What she's doing there is kowtowing or genuflecting to the corporate overlords at Fox that they want Trump out and they want Biden in. They want to return to the, the practice, the time-honored Republican practice of throwing in the towel. And as if to nail down the, the point, when White House spokesperson Kaylee McInerney came on and held a, a press conference detailing the irregularities and illegalities that went on in this election, pumpkin-head Neil Cavuto cut her off. We want every legal vote to be counted 
and we want every illegal vote. Well, 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 I, I just think we have to be very clear. She's charging. Uh, the other side is welcoming fraud and welcoming illegal voting. Oh, yeah. She has more details to back that up. I can't in good countenance continue showing you this. I want to make sure that maybe they do have something to back that up. But that's an explosive charge to make. That the oh. other side is effectively rigging and cheating. Yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. And it, if you had uh, let Kaylee finish before cutting her off, you would have allowed the viewers at Fox News to hear some of the evidence of that. Tucker hit back uh, at 8 o'clock. I still I have to watch Tucker Carlson. I'm, uh, I'm doing my best not to, uh, to watch it live on Fox. There are other avenues that you can uh, get that will deny Fox News uh, the revenue from watching Tucker Carlson, but he threw a, he, he threw a haymaker at Neil Cavuto slightly, uh, disguised when he opened his show that night. In a democracy, you cannot ignore honest questions from citizens. You're not allowed. You can't dismiss them out of hand as crazy or immoral for asking. You can't just cut away from coverage. You tell people to come because force doesn't work in a democracy dictatorship. In a free society, you have to convince the public of your legitimacy. You have to win them over with reason. Well, that's not what this is all about, this media exercise. It's not about winning them over with reason. It's about putting a lid on this election before uh, the president and his legal team can do anything about it. And uh, the Democrats are very anxious to move on to the Senate runoffs down in Georgia so that they can uh, have a free reign to implement their far left agenda. Tom Cotton, uh, very accurately summarized what's at stake down in Georgia. If John Ossoff, a trust fund socialist and a Raphael Warnock, Jeremiah Wright's biggest supporter in Georgia went on January 5th and Chuck Schumer will lead the Senate and they will in fact try to change America. They will pack the Supreme Court. They will make Washington DC a state. They will eliminate the Electoral College. They'll give amnesty and voting rights to 15 million illegal immigrants. They'll impose Nancy Pelosi's voting law on this country. They'll take your guns. They'll raise your taxes. They will defund the police and they will gut our military. That's the stakes of this election. That's why everyone all across America needs to support Kelly Leffler and David Perdue in this runoff election. I'm going to put up a poll today asking who you think the front runner, uh, GOP front runner is for 2024. I think uh, Tom Cotton is certainly uh, right in the hunt there as well as uh, Josh Hawley from Missouri. And uh, Mike Pence is going to be there as well. He's uh, very effective. I think he's a little bit too low key for people who have become accustomed to Donald Trump speaking uh, you know, the unvarnished truth. There's a talking head over at MSNBC that uh, tells us that um, this incoming um, Democrat president and, and majority, if they are able to rig that down in Georgia, have to cater to the people, dance with the people that brung them. Now you've got to 
actually pony up a policy agenda that's going to speak to black people's interests. And that's not going to be about centering and assuaging the 70 million voters who voted for a very different kind of world. You can't celebrate black women. You can't celebrate Kamala and Stacey and Representative Nakima and all of, and you know, and Latasha Brown and all of these black women who made this thing happen and then get in the office and focus your entire attention on appeasing white voters because they fell out of the fold. What's happening there is they're already um, cannibalizing their own. They're going to turn on old Joe Biden and, and declare that he's a racist too. And there is, is plenty of evidence to back that up. If in fact he doesn't, uh, you know, cave to the black lives matter wing of the Democrat party, which is uh, pretty much in control. Anyway, we're going to run out to a break. Stick with us. We'll be right back. G'day mates. Tech Roo here on location in Australia in search of a rare and elusive wild hare. Most think you would find him when the sun don't shine, but we will find him right here in this primitive Aboriginal outback. I would never consider an excursion like this without my Patriot Supply Survivor gear in my pouch. No, not that pouch. I don't have a pouch. In my backpack. Besides the four-week emergency food supply kit that's back at home from preparewithmojo50.com, I've got an emergency blanket, my one-size-fits-all poncho, my snake bite kit, and my Alexa Pure Survival Spring Straw. Crikey, there's the wild hair now. Ain't he a beaut? What's up, Doc? Find some great deals at preparewithmojo50.com. So are you feeling the pressure? (laughs) Are you thinking that maybe we ought to just throw in the towel and let the the Democrats have Biden? How much damage could he do? He he doesn't have any energy. He doesn't have any uh, real core beliefs. He's just a sort of a, a facade of a president. Maybe, uh, maybe we should just, uh, let them have their way. We'll hold on to the Senate and we'll try to stop their agenda. I'm not feeling that way. Uh, I hope you're not either. I, I don't, uh, feel any need to, uh, to try to make the Democrats and the left happy at all. It's easy to forget all that's gone on in the last four years with the the Russia hoax and the villainization of the Covington Catholic schoolboys and the Ukraine impeachment hoax and the attack on Brett Kavanaugh and the riots and the looting and all of this that the Democrat Party has come to stand for. Uh, the The news cycle moves so fast that uh, it's hard to keep up, and you know you might be inclined to to think well maybe we can just turn the page on all of that and put joe biden in charge i I would remind you joe biden's approaching 80 years old and if you look into his family history the men in his family don't live to old age joe biden is already living on borrowed time and he's got kamala harris the most left-wing senator probably ever elected in this country standing right there ready to pounce And there's every reason to believe that if Joe Biden takes one step out of line in catering to the left wing of the Democrat party, that they'll, uh, they'll 25th amendment him. 
he a pretty good argument could be made that Joe Biden has dementia and is unable to exercise the office of the presidency. But Biden is uh, demanding that we put aside all, all of uh, let bygones be bygones and put all of that aside. This election is over. Aside the part the partisanship that designed to demonize one another. Oh, we got to put aside the partisanship that's designed to demonize each other. Well, who's been doing the demonization? Calling the president literally Hitler and a fascist and a Nazi and all of his supporters uh, deplorables and and um, fascists. Whoopi Goldberg, the you know that that massive intellect over there on the View says, just suck it up. I want to say to all those people who don't believe that Americans actually got out and voted, let me say this to you. When you know who was elected four years ago. <coughs> you know who was elected. The, the man whose name must not be even spoken. To you. When you know who was elected four years ago. You know, Hillary Clinton didn't say, hey, wait a minute, this doesn't feel right. Stop the count. She didn't say, this isn't right. I'm really? not going for it. She didn't say any of that. So all of you, suck it up. Suck it up like we sucked it up. Yeah, just suck it up like we sucked it up. As right there on the set of The View, they were demanding that uh, electors break faith with the voters and deny Donald Trump the presidency. They were they were one of the main platforms. And you got to remember that The View is operated by the news division at ABC, which is, is something right out of, uh, what was that movie where the guy was uh, Network, something right out of Network. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. They turned uh, the news division on that uh, in that movie over to uh, reality entertainment TV. But Whoopi says, suck it up. Tucker Carlson asked an in interesting question the other night. So they're still mad. So maybe the anger didn't really come from Donald Trump. Maybe it came from within. They're mad. Why are they so mad? Well, they're mad because they, they're afraid that this, this uh, election is not going to stand up to scrutiny. The, at the same time, they're demanding that uh, we unify and put past divisions behind their thought leaders are saying things like uh, Jennifer Rubin, columnist for the Washington Post. An entertainment organization that has a news outlet would hire these people. I also want to um, echo something that um, my friend uh, EJ said. Um, it's not only that Trump has to lose, but that all his enablers have to lose. They have to, we have to collectively, in essence, burn down the Republican Party. Um, we have to level them because if there are survivors, if there are people who weather this storm, they will do it again. They will take this as confirmation that, hey, it just pays to ride the waves. Look at me. I've made it through. So we got to burn down the Republican Party and make sure there are no survivors, says Jennifer Rubin. She's on the payroll of Jeff Bezos. She's well paid. She, she, her description on all of these Washington Post columns says she is a conservative. Sarah Huckabee Sanders is wondering what the hell they're talking about. They want unity now. Your take. 
The idea that the left is calling for unity is beyond laughable. I missed, I guess, over the last four years, the calls for unity, like Katie said, when they were kicking my family and I out of a restaurant, when they were spitting on the windshield of my car while I was dropping my three-year-old off at school, when they were attacking my appearance, my fitness to be a mother, encouraging people to kidnap my children. Let's not forget I was the first White House press secretary in the history of this country to require secret service protection because violent, credible threats had been made against my family. That is not unity. And the idea that they now want to call for that, they have done nothing to demonstrate that they want unity. In yeah, admit that, uh, uh, that Joe Biden won the election and let's all unify now. Sarah Huckabee Sanders wasn't alone. Uh, a lot of Trump administration officials were hounded out of restaurants and and uh, doxxed and uh, you know people called for them to be um, attacked. Unity, they say. We want unity. We've won now. Y'all sit down and shut up. We're going to unify behind our far left agenda, and you got to take it because. Joe Biden won this election. Oop, oop, nope, nope, nope. Don't look behind those those election returns. Don't pay any attention to these ballots showing up that 90% of inner city residents suddenly decided to uh, to vote 30% over any previous record. We're going to run out to a break, and when we come back, we're going to look at the uh, how they're still using COVID to try to win this election right after these messages on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. Stick with us. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Between prepping ingredients, setting the table, and planning your tomorrow, sometimes you need an extra hand with dinner. Delta Faucet is here to help. Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot with Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology and fill it with the perfect amount of water. Done. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to see how Voice IQ can fill your dog's bowl, wash your hands, and more. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. A daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. They're counting COVID at CDC. They're counting COVID multiplied by three. They're counting COVID on some empty swabs. They don't count COVID in Antifa mobs. They're counting COVID. If you go to church until November, they're on a massive search. They're counting COVID. If it's an AMI, they're counting COVID for anyone who dies. If you don't see the Democrats' game, I can safely say that you're fools. They want our country 
Fauci at a ball game. It depends who and when you ask. They're counting COVID so they can sell vaccines. They're counting COVID to make you quarantine. They're counting COVID with no symptoms found. They're counting COVID if you're 400 pounds. They're counting COVID for every accident because they want to get rid of our president. They're counting COVID and claiming it's all science so they can get the people's compliance. If you don't see the Democrats gain, then there might not be help for you. They changed our country in a few months from a virus as bad as the flu. Cause that election's coming up soon. Keep the people scared in their masks. Unless you're Cuomo down in the South, it depends who and when you ask. They're counting COVID in the USA. The China virus is not just going away. They're counting COVID from a billion tests. They count on COVID to create a mess. They're counting COVID. Then they ban the cure so they can keep counting COVID to be sure that the pot remains sufficiently stirred. They're counting COVID till November 3rd. The great Ryan Parker, Ryan Parker songs. He, his, uh, his account on Twitter is gone. He has, uh, terminated the account. They say they can't find one. He was on YouTube. I went looking for his page on YouTube and couldn't find that either. Where have you gone, Ryan Parker? Have they gotten to Ryan Parker? Has Ryan Parker been threatened or scared off? I don't know, but uh, we need him back. Ryan, if you're listening, uh, get in touch at right now with Jim Dawes at gmail.com and let me know what's going on with you. So we've got a vaccine now. Trump proved that Fauci was wrong. Fauci was saying it's going to take at least a year and a half to develop a vaccine. The uh, warp speed effort from this administration started in uh, late March, early April of this year, and already uh, they have got a successful vaccine um, trial by uh, Pfizer and several others are hot on the heels. There's also a, a home test for the, uh, the virus coming out, uh, I don't know how quickly they'll be able to ramp that up. But it's got the Democrats sort of in a panic because, once again, Donald Trump has been proven right, and the scientists that they demand that Trump listen to were a little bit behind the curve, to say the least. And Andrew Cuomo is uh, saying, well, this is, this is good. We have a vaccine, but we can't allow Donald Trump to distribute it. The bad news is uh, that it's about two months before Joe Biden takes over. And that means this administration is going to be implementing a vaccine plan. You have two months and we can't let this vaccination plan go forward the way the Trump administration is designing it because Biden can't undo it two months later. We'll be in the midst of it. Uh, and I'm going, I've been talking to governors across the nation about that. Uh, how can we shape the Trump administration vaccine plan to fix it or stop it uh, before it does damage. How the hell did Andrew Cuomo suddenly become an authority on stopping the spread of the coronavirus, the China virus? 
This guy has got the worst record, second only, I should say, to the governor of New Jersey, sending uh, infected patients into nursing homes, exactly wrong thing you want to do, while uh, hospital beds at the field hospital that the president set up at the Chavitz, Chavitz Center, Gavitz Center, uh, I can't remember, and the, uh, the hospital ship were empty. He's got the highest, second highest number of uh, COVID infections and deaths anywhere in the country. But now they're bringing him on saying, well, uh, the president, uh, yeah, he provided all of these uh, resources to me that I didn't uh, adequately utilize. And, uh, uh, you know, he developed a vaccine, but we can't allow him to distribute it because he doesn't know what he's doing. We have to wait till Joe Biden gets in there to distribute the vaccine. Wait two months for Joe Biden to get in there. And all of this uh, distribution is being done by the military. It's not like Donald Trump's going to be out on the front lines calling the shots. Trump's an executive. He knows how to identify the people with the most skill and talent and, and let them do their job. But Como doesn't want that. Como wants Joe Biden's task force that he has staffed with a bunch of lockdown advocates to be the ones to distribute the vaccine. They'll, they'll form a study committee. I'm sure they'll put a lot of, uh, you know, very important people on a, a lot of very important committees and task forces. And, uh, and maybe they can not screw this up as badly as Como and Wolf and, uh, Murphy and all of these Democrat governors screwed up the initial re, uh, response to the to the uh, China virus. Here's the guy that says that the president should not be allowed to distribute the vaccine. Well, when is this over? I say, personal opinion, it's over when we have a vaccine. It's over when people know I'm 100% safe and I don't have to worry about this. When this well, we've got a vaccine, so isn't it over? Can't we go ahead and distribute the vaccine? Oh, no, no, no. we got to wait for Biden to get in there. How the hell did... Why would anybody ask Andrew Cuomo's opinion on how to proceed? Here he is showing just exactly how unhinged he is. I needed him to help New York. That was my job. If I wasn't governor of New York, I would have decked him, uh, period. I mean, he was attacking me. He was attacking my family. He was uh, anti-Italian. He was uh, every nasty thing. You know, you, if I take away that word governor for 24 hours, I would have had a field day with him. Oh, yeah. Andrew Cuomo is, uh, is going to deck the president of the United States as the president of the United States moved heaven and earth to try to help him do his job, which he was utterly a failure at anti-Italian. <laughs> oh my God. When is this president? I mean, everybody's in a hurry to get on the victim bandwagon. You got, Andrew Cuomo there calling the president anti-Italian. When have you ever heard the president say anything anti-Italian? 
I would have decked him. I would have had a field day with him. Oh, you're a bad guy. Not much of a governor, but I guess you're a real tough guy. So Scott Gottlieb is uh, one of these so-called experts that Joe Biden has tapped to get on his uh, coronavirus task force that is uh, becoming complete, uh, 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 increasingly irrelevant now that the president has successfully implemented the warp speed program and developed a virus. But Scott Gottlieb is not having it. We're going to have to wear masks forever. Certainly heading into the, the spring and the summer, I think we're going to be coming off a very dense epidemic here in the winter. Heading into the spring, change of transmission will break off. The summer will be more quiescent. I think we're going to catch a break. And then the question is, what is it? Summer is going to become what? The summer will be more quiescent. I think we're quiescent. <laughs> what the hell is quiescent? Quiet? We're going to catch a break. And then the question is, what does it look like when the summer's ending and we're heading back to work, back to school in the fall of 2021? I think by then we might have a vaccine broadly available to mass. Oh, so Gottlieb thinks maybe by 2021, the fall, we'll have a vaccine. Pay attention, Scott. Back to school in the fall of 2021. I think by then we might have a vaccine broadly available to mass inoculate the population. We're going to have these therapeutic antibodies broadly available, probably by Regeneron and Lilly. Perhaps other entrants by then. Vera Biotechnology is developing one. Amgen is. There's small molecule drugs, pills in development that could also be effective against COVID. So we're going to have enough therapeutics and probably effective vaccines that as people head back to work and school in the fall, I think they're going to be feel reasonably protected. Now, if you're a high-risk individual, will some people still feel more comfortable taking precautions, wearing masks? Will we still be more mindful of the spread of respiratory pathogens in the workplace? I think we will. <laughs> I mean, all of the, the naysayers have been proven wrong by this president. You know, I've, on the heels of that song that I played from Ryan Parker, I, I can't help but notice that the seasonal flu has all but disappeared. Nobody is hospitalized or dies from the flu anymore. That's interesting. What's up with that? Biden is also, in addition to his uh, his naysayer Scott Gottlieb appointed this guy named Osterhaus to his task force. And this guy is the number one uh, promoter of continued lockdowns. He says, well, we can make these lockdowns very pleasant. We could borrow the money from ourselves at a historically low interest rates. We could pay people to lose, lose their jobs. We can pay small businesses. We can take care of city, state, and county governments. If we just elected to do that, if Washington could get together and make that happen, that would be a very different kind of lockdown where people wouldn't suffer and we could get this virus under control. <laughs> that would be a very different kind of lockdown if we just shut down the whole economy and paid people to lose their jobs paid businesses to lose their businesses just print more money bail out the cities and states for their decades-long physical irresponsibility that's one of the very uh top experts that joe biden has tapped to to staff his task force just lock everybody down, send them checks, put the businesses out of business, let them get their products from Amazon. But 
doesn't want us enjoying Thanksgiving. There's no question that our hospitals are about to be overrun. We're going to see by far the darkest days of this pandemic between now and next spring when vaccine becomes available. We have pandemic fatigue. People who were distancing themselves from others for months who've just decided, you know, I kind of done with it. Then you pile that all together with indoor air, where basically we're bringing people indoors much more. We know transmission is enhanced. When you have a a dinner, like a Thanksgiving dinner, it's not unusual to see transmission of one person to 5, 10, 15 people in that home. So Osterhaus says we're going to lock you down and keep you at home. And oh, by the way, that's the number one source of transmission. They learned that in New York when they did the lockdowns and they, they locked everybody up in the, the tenements and high rises in Manhattan and out in, uh, in Brooklyn and Queens. They had an absolute uh, flood of virus because they had the parks closed they had the beaches closed you couldn't get outside they would they would uh, write you um, citations if you were out on the street without a good excuse man if the american people fall for this again um, we're going to get what we deserve stick with us we'll be right back after this message Let me tell you about a new company with values that you can really get behind. Patriot Energy is a new veteran-owned company doing solar the right way. Take advantage of government incentives and and cut your electric bill by 30 to 40% while buying your own system with no money down. Support a veteran-owned company, help the environment, and save money. Go to PatriotEnergyAZ.org slash Mojo50 for an estimate. You have choices when it comes to energy. Let Patriot Energy help you make the right choice for you. PatriotEnergyAZ.org slash Mojo50. You know, you have to wonder watching this big steal of 2020, how much um, deep state operatives are behind this. I know a lot of this orange revolution that, that, uh, led to the playbook that the Democrats put together that they're using to try to win this election or try to steal this election. And John Brennan has already popped out of his hidey hole and, uh, and demanded that, uh, Mike Pence of all people remove the president of the United States right after the election. Well, if Vice President Pence and the cabinet had an ounce of fortitude and spine and patriotism, I think they would seriously consider invoking the 25th Amendment um, and, you know, pushing Donald Trump out because he is just very unpredictable now. He's like a cornered tiger and he is going to lash out. The former head of our CIA that is never, ever supposed to involve themselves in domestic political affairs is on TV one week after the election, because the president wants to uh, look into all of these massive irregularities, demanding that Mike Pence force the president out under the 25th Amendment, not because he's unable to do the job or um, you know physically incapacitated as the amendment um, you know envisioned, but because we got to get him out because he's fighting this this um, bogus election. Joe Biden didn't stop at giving advice to 
Mike Pence, he's also apparently already giving advice to Joe Biden. Give my advice and my counsel to anybody who asks, and I have been in touch with the Biden transition people. So they're bringing John Brennan back on board, the guy that was responsible for planting the seeds of the Russia gate hoax that crippled our government for almost three years. This guy ought to be uh, wearing an orange jumpsuit. He shouldn't be on MSNBC. They've had Clapper as a paid spokesperson on CNN and Brennan as a a paid talking head on MSNBC. The, The left used to be very concerned about intelligence agencies involving themselves in domestic politics, but now that they're trying to bring down a Republican president, they're all about that. Hell, we'll pay them to do it. John Brennan's giving advice to the um, to the Biden president-elect office. He's got an office he's calling the office of the president-elect one week after the election. What is the rush? Well, you know what the rush is. They've got to act like this thing is uh, over and done. Hell, Ben Rhodes, the creative writing major that... Barack Obama put him in charge of uh, foreign policy. He's been brought on board too. center of political gravity in this country and the world is shifting to Joe Biden. Foreign leaders are already having phone calls and talking about the agenda they're going to pursue January 20th. Uh-huh. It hasn't sunk in yet for some people in the White House. It will sink in when they have to leave on January 20th. So Ben Rhodes is advertising that uh, the administration is already talking to foreign leaders. That was the very same thing that they went after general michael flynn for doing it was joe biden himself that in that white house um huddle where they were trying to figure out how to deploy the steel dossier against this incoming president that suggested well maybe we can kneecap michael flynn because he knows where all of the the bodies are buried he knows how to expose this scheme and biden told him well Maybe we can use the Logan Act to go after him and James Comey and and Michael and uh, John Brennan all nodded their heads. Yes, uh, let's use that. Now, just four short years later, we're supposed to forget all about that as Ben Rhodes goes on TV and brags that uh, Joe Biden is already engaging in foreign policy. One week after the election, when nobody has certified the results, There are legal challenges in five different states. I can't find the clip here, but uh, during the first debate, Chris Wallace asked both of the candidates when they were afraid that that Donald Trump was going to win the election and, and claim victory. He asked both candidates whether... They would wait to uh, claim victory until after the certification. And Joe Biden said, yes, he would. (laughs) My, how things have changed in these, uh, these few short weeks. Speaking of Russia gate, finally, um, Lindsey Graham had a, a hearing on the Russia gate hoax and he he uh, had Andrew McCabe testify one of the chief architects of the effort to smear this president 
And uh, Ted Cruz, who is becoming a rock star at these these hearings, asked McCabe, well, what about this uh, Logan Act that you kept telling us was uh, was the reason that y'all went after Michael Flynn? Ben Rhodes, the former deputy national security advisor to President Obama, said that foreign leaders are already having conversations with Joe Biden, quote, talking about the agenda they're going to pursue January 20th. Mr. McKay, based on that testimony, do you believe Joe Biden is violating the Logan Act? I'm not aware of Ben Rhodes' statements or... or, or Take it on faith, he said what I read. Assuming that quote is accurate, and it's a verbatim quote, is that a violation of the Logan Act under any plausible theory? I am not prepared to take your statement on faith. And I am also not prepared to conduct legal analysis. All right, you're a lawyer. Have you ever answered a hypothetical in court? If it is correct that I am accurately quoting it, something the Department of Justice frequently did wrong in, in, in this investigation, if that is what Ben Rhodes said, if Joe Biden is talking with foreign leaders right now, does it violate the Logan Act, yes or no? I'm not going to opine on a hypothetical question about what the Biden campaign He is talking with foreign leaders, and it doesn't violate the Logan Act because the Logan Act is unconstitutional, which is why it's never been used to prosecute anyone. You authorized using it to go after General Flynn as part of a political persecution. I can give you the answer. Hell no, Joe Biden is not violating the Logan Act. The reason you won't say it is because that was your flimsy political basis to go after a decorated war hero because you disagreed with politically with President Trump. Well, I mean, the reason they went after Michael Flynn is because Michael Flynn was one of the few members of the incoming administration that knew exactly where all the skeletons were in the closet, where all of the misdeeds were buried. And they had to take him out. They had to kneecap him in order to uh, cover their butts. And they used this Logan Act at the behest of Joe Biden himself to ruin the life and career of a 30-year decorated combat veteran over a political hit job. Unbelievable. So there's this postal worker named Richard Hopkins who uh, testified and filled out an affidavit for Project Veritas and James O'Keefe that, in fact, his supervisors were telling uh, postal employees to backdate postmarks on these mail-in ballots. And he went public with this. Of course, the FBI immediately deployed to, uh, to try to put pressure on him to recant. It's pretty interesting. They can, they can jump on a postal employee uh, like a duck on a June bug, and they still have yet to pick up a phone and call Hunter Biden and ask him about these revelations in this laptop. But they're, uh, they're putting heavy pressure on this postal employee to recant what he told James O'Keefe. And the Washington Post immediately ran a story saying that uh, it was all a hoax and that he had taken it all back. And that lasted until this morning uh, when the very same Richard Hopkins came forward and gave his side of the story. My name is Richard Hopkins. I am the postal uh, employee who came out and whistle blew on the Erie PA Postal Service uh, postal office. I am right at this very moment looking at an article written, written by Washington Post. 
says that I uh, fabricated the allegations of ballot tampering. I'm here to say that I did not recant my statements. That did not happen. That is not what happened. And you will find out tomorrow. And I would like that the Washington Post recant their wonderful little article that they decided to throw out there out of random. And the Postal... They never bothered to uh, interview the Postal employee. They, they moved forward on secondhand information. They, too, never bothered to contact Hunter Biden. It just can't be verified. We can't verify it unless we have verification of something that supports our narrative. So if you look on Twitter under their trending topics, they, uh, they are repeating the Washington Post story that this postal worker has recanted and withdrawn his allegations that he witnessed uh, this mail-in ballot tampering in Erie, Pennsylvania. They say that multiple outlets are reporting that. Interesting. So multiple outlets are reporting it. It it must be true. This is the same Jack Dorsey that that censored the New York Post and all of the other outlets that were um, publishing the evidence of Joe Biden's corruption on Hunter Biden's laptop. They say the worker... Released a video on Tuesday denying that he recanted. Well, uh, thank you for that. But the Democrats on the House Oversight Committee said that the whistleblower completely recanted his allegations of supervisors tampering with mail-in ballots. He did no such thing. And he's on record saying that. And yet, Jack Dorsey, the guy that tells us that we've got to guard very hard against disinformation, is perfectly willing to public disinf- uh, to publish disinformation when it supports the Democrats' narrative. So if you look on this uh, this trending coverage, they've got story after story by left wing media outlets insisting that um, that this postal worker did something that he is on record this morning saying that he didn't do. There is no care being taken by Twitter or Facebook or Google to to get to the bottom of this story. They're just mouthing what the Democrats on the house oversight committee are telling them. They paid no attention to what the, the Republicans on the house oversight committee were saying about Hunter Biden's laptop. It, it's just very interesting to see the contrast on how they handle these stories. And that is why I am making a big effort to become uh, a bigger presence on Parlor, and I'm moving uh, over to Rumble as well to post these shows. I hope you'll join me over on Parlor because I got a feeling that this, all this suppression, is going to get a lot worse as more and more proof comes out about this election. Well, that takes us to the end of this edition of Right Now with Jim Dawes. I want to thank you for joining us, and I hope you'll come back here again tomorrow, right here on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. We'll talk to you then. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. 
Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. This episode is sponsored by schwans.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details.